Hello, Gut Reno Girls, and welcome to the Gut Reno Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and today I have a very special guest, a friend, a client, a neighbor, basically. (laughs) A neighbor, exactly. Hi. Hello. So I have Jen Darby with me today. Um, I'm having Jen on because she's not only a Gut Reno Girl, um, she's a business owner, and um, she tackled a major reno um, just recently that I thought would be really interesting just to talk about the process by which she tackled it, um, some of the pros and cons of hiring a full team, because she had myself, um, a GC, and an architect. And we're just going to walk through some of like the, the stuff that you went through going through, a, going through a massive renovation. So Jen, thanks for joining. Thank um, you so much for having me. Of course. It's, uh, it's very interesting, and um, I don't know if I even brought this up to you, but on my Facebook stories... I literally like moved out right today, yesterday or today, into the extended stay a year ago and how lucky I feel that it wasn't now because I don't know what I would do to be in quarantine in a hotel with a million people coming and going and and I I would never have been able to do it. So wait, one year ago. One year anniversary? It's, it's, it was one year the pictures came up where I had my daughters painting everything in the, in the, um, kitchen to like hit here and remember those (laughs) one year ago. Exactly. So I was moving out this weekend. So I am Jennifer Darby Metzger, even though everyone calls me Jen Darby. I never call you Metzger. It's, it's all good. Um, and I am like Jacqueline said, I'm a business owner here in town and I own a real estate, own and operate a real estate company, which obviously I think is interesting when you go to do a renovation because a lot of my clients are contractors or architects or interior designers. And you know a lot of people as your own clients, you know, buying and selling through the years. Um, and just because you know somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you want to hire them, right? Because you have a lot of relationships. So I do run this real estate company. So I'm in a lot of old houses and I own a very old home. I think it was 1914 or 1920. I can't really remember now. Um, and we bought it at the height of the market in 2008, which is interesting being in real estate. I made like the worst financial decision ever. I bought it at the exact height of the market, but you just can't time those things. And it took me a lot of years up until this year to uh, be able to afford to save money because we didn't have equity in the house. So we really had to save cash to do our renovation. So it just took a while. So it took me a long time. It was like, you know, 12 years of being in in houses and seeing what I liked and didn't like and and knowing all the houses in our neighborhood and where I thought I wanted the house to go and a lot of ideas. But on the flip side, being so busy and I'm working and my husband works, I just didn't have the time to make that be my project of my life. Like I needed somebody else to kind of own the process because I think I said this on our first meeting, or I might've said this with Zach on my first meeting, like if I had to put in order, what was most important timing was most important for me because I just, I don't have the time to necessarily be home to get shipments of stuff or to wait or to mull over every decision, you know, or to go find the perfect tile. Like I just, I just, I don't have that time. And I, you could probably speak better to this. And if I'm talking too much, tell me to shut up. But like, (laughs) I kind of like, I'm not, I, I'm not an overly designed kind of person. I'm more of a simple, I think. You're kind classic. Of You're very classic. 
style. Classic look, right? And even though you wanted to do some fun things and kind of push me, which that's, I think is that's your job to do. Yeah. Yeah, which is good because you need to do that a little bit, even though. Oh, it's steak night. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you come say hi? I'm in the middle of an interview. Oh, hi. Hey. Steak <laughs> night sounds great. <laughs> you guys started right there. Okay. Thanks, love. Can you close that? Thank you. She's so cute. She was a bird at home. Um, so I did have to be pushed a little bit, but I said to you, like, probably early on, like, you know, bring me three tiles, and I'll say that one. Bring me this, because I've renovated small parts of my house um, by just going with uh, a GC before, mm-hmm. and, like, let's say doing this bathroom or doing, like, a certain small part of my house, and even when they would say, like, okay, we need you to have tile here by next week, and I'd be like, all right, so what? And they're like, we have to go to like the tile store. And I'm like, well, when am I doing that? I don't have time to do that. You know? Okay. So those were the, that was the anxiety I was having mm-hmm. um, because I just, timing was just tough for me. And, and I wasn't necessarily, I know what I like, but I'm not necessarily the most creative person or I didn't really have the, um, the interest in figuring it all out or seeing yeah. what goes with, uh, I wanted somebody to kind of handle that. So that kind of, answers kind of one of our first questions that we were going to talk about which you had hired a full team for your construction which was basically myself as a designer a contractor and an architect but you were doing some pretty massive renovation that also just required a lot of structural work Um, and I know you really prioritize the finish work as well which is why you went with the particular GC that you went with so we're very concerned about not only the timeline but the finishing details on that and just making sure that things really flowed you were really you know you were it was a significant investment for you in the home so it was it had to be done had to be done right so I always get the question of should I hire the full team and do I need everybody or do I just go with the GC? So, you know, to your point, you were concerned about the timing. So you did have extra help in trying to get materials on site, but what was yes. the rationale kind of behind having the full team? Um, and what was that experience like having three instead of one? <laughs> well, so there's a, like, there's a couple interesting dynamics and things. So, um, and I guess it could be an advantage and a disadvantage, knowing a lot of people. So I know a lot of GCs certainly can do the whole job, but I think because I waited so long, like you said, I wanted, I really wanted a lot of professional woodwork and millwork. I knew that was an important piece for me. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of contractors can do it, but I wanted someone who I knew did it really well. Mm-hmm. So I I found my contractor, Zach, because I knew he was a very highly skilled professional in that, in that arena. Mm-hmm. Because my architect, who was a friend and somebody that I knew um, and who I liked and who had done some construction work, who also has a construction leg of the business, he could have easily done that as well. But... It, and it was kind of a little uncomfortable too, because I knew everyone, I liked everyone. I didn't want anyone mad or, or upset at me or whatever, but I liked, I knew he's a great, great architect, but I, I didn't, I wanted, I really knew that I loved Zach's work and that was important to me. And then when I met Zach, um, Zach also could probably have handled the design because he has very particular taste and ideas and things like that. Sure. Yeah. But, 
I also, I also knew you and I loved your style and I think I needed the, the female touch and the female guidance and more of the handholding because you don't know like how much handholding is a contractor going to do. Yeah. You know, they might point things out and they could make okay recommendations. So I guess it's knowing yourself and really what you want. And I think that there was a tremendous value. You, you know, did I overspend to hire three different people? Did they overlap in jobs? A little bit we talked about because I think I happen to hire three very skilled people. So oh, like thanks. all of you know a lot. <laughs> no, it's true. I think it's all of you know so much. So there could be overlap because everyone has different opinions where that's not always the case. So maybe we had a lot of chefs in the kitchen, literally <laughs> because, because we had a lot of smart people, but that doesn't always happen. But I think we we sort of found our boundaries through that process of who's going to do what. Um, and it's hard. Like the job for, not my part was as hard as the client, but I think finding the balance for you guys is hard because, you know, you might be ordering the, the products, but like Zach needs a certain timeline mm -hmm. and you, that some things are out of control for you. Like if I'm ordering a tile that has to be shipped from somewhere. So there's a lot of moving parts to it, but what was nice was I didn't really have to worry about all that too much. Yeah. You know, you guys yeah. behind the scenes just took care of it at the client, which was what was important for me because I was just too busy. Right. You know, no matter how you cut it, like a home renovation is stressful. <laughs> yeah. like you're not living at home and it's costing more than you ever think. It's always going to cost more. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're not sure if you're making the right decision and you're making a major investment and is it going to look okay at the end? But for the stressful, for the stressful um, process, it was the least stressful it could have possibly been because <laughs> I had the right team. So I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it's the truth. And I was very thankful at the end and super happy with the finished product. And there was a yeah. lot of things I wouldn't have done for sure. Oops. A lot of things I wouldn't have done for sure mm -hmm. if I had just hired a general contractor because there's just yeah. no way some of the very special details that are my favorite parts of the house. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's funny because I know you moved out of your home while this was all happening because this was really, this whole renovation really took over your entire first floor. So there was really mm -hmm. no way for you to kind of just live there while it was happening. But you did set up like a little mini fridge and stuff like that as things started mm -hmm. to calm down a little bit. Um, are you, ha I mean... Are you happy with your decision to have moved out? Like, do you feel like that was really your only choice? If you did it again, would you have set up like a little kitchenette and wanted to stay home? So I think you could, um, you have to know your family or yourself or your personality. So I did that because the part of the delay was saving the money. But the other part of the delay was that my husband is, like he is very organized guy and he can't handle chaos. <laughs> and I was trying to minimize that for him in some ways. And we have kids and the whole thing. And I thought if I could just remove him from the, the chaos, mm -hmm. maybe it would be easier, but there is chaos in moving somewhere else too. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and it was expensive. Like you had to put it in the budget for sure, because mm -hmm. you know, we went to a full blown extended stay but in the long run, really, like, I think it was the right decision because we stayed there for two months. 
of a, let's say, April, May, June, of a five or six month renovation. Um, and for, for me, I had kids and they were in school and it made it kind of like an adventure for them. And we had a swimming pool there and they had, you know, they would serve you breakfast and they would, so you would be able to eat at least one or two meals downstairs. And, you know, it added to the budget, but if you add up all those things and what you got, it was probably worth it, I think for us. Yeah. And, you know, the moving in and out, I just handled, I didn't have my husband handle it at all. So it wasn't really <laughs> stressful for him. Um, and then my kids went down the shore for the summer. So they didn't have to live through the dust. And just, if it was just my husband and I, we would have been fine mm -hmm. because at least with Zach, because I've had other experiences where it was not the case. Oh my God. I've had other experiences with contractors where there was dust everywhere. And I think that was a second reason I hired Zach mm -hmm. because on our very first meeting, we talked about two things that were important. The, uh, how the house would remain, even though I wasn't living there. And he is very big and you, and you do pay for it, but he is very big at putting up the proper protective covering. Mm -hmm. So like there were very nice thick walls of uh, plastic walls. I don't know. I'm sure there's a real name for them, but you know, with zips that you could open them and, and he really did protect the rest of the house. Mm -hmm. So it really, um, that was really important. So you could live there. If you hire the right contractor, I think you could stay and live in the house and be okay. Yeah. You know? And, and living in that little kitchenette, and we didn't really have anything cooking wise that much, but we could we could have done it. Yeah. Um, in but, you, but you were really specific about that, and I think a lot of people just think that contractors will put up, you know, a few plastic tarps and they'll be okay. But you know that construction dust gets everywhere. <laughs> Even as careful as you are, it gets everywhere. And if that's important, you yeah. have to really have a good conversation with your contractor because, like it's more than just that, you know, there were these machines that would suck out the dust while it was there. And I have definitely had other contractors who like, you know, put a tarp over your couch and start working. And then you're like, holy cow, like I'm never getting rid of this dust and everything's ruined and it's everywhere and your house is really a mess. So yeah. we really didn't have sectioned off areas. So it was comfortable enough to live in the other parts of the house. Yeah. So I can see it going both ways, I guess, depending on your family. Um, cause we did turn our family room into a kitchen and we had like a convection toaster thing and we ordered a small wine fridge that we used for our fridge and it was okay. I mean, Cocktail it up there. Been fun. <laughs> so we had cocktails one day, we opened like those seltzers and hung out and yeah, that was yeah, it was a whole summer cause my kids weren't here. So it was like, Oh, I have this whole house. And yeah. So yeah, we had a fun, friendly, good group. So yeah. it made the experience much nicer too. I never felt like I want to avoid the contractor. I don't want to talk to them or interact with them. I wanted to see you guys and catch up and see what was going on. Right. Yeah. And I think to Zach's credit, like he's very good about just keeping the site clean, making sure everybody's cleaning up after themselves. Like every time I went there, it was very, you know, Spick and spam, but I think it was also because you had that conversation. So I think he was on his toes a little bit with like, one, Jen wants this done before the school year is about to begin. That yes. is, like, he was freaking out about I that. I knew that was definitely for me. Yeah. The timing was because Scott, for him, was like, uh, my husband was like, I will, I'll do this renovation, but I don't want to come back after the summer and have to like still be living in chaos when we get yeah. back. So that yeah. was really important. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I think just maybe how he works, maybe not, but like 
even on the days that the two months when we didn't, if I came to stop by, I think his, how he had run his crew, maybe it was for me, but I don't, I think it's how he works. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like they, they cleaned up every day. So then they could start fresh that next day. Like all the dust was dusted up. All the garbage was taken out. Mm-hmm. You know, you really felt, really felt, really felt like you felt like your house, even if it was torn apart, it still felt like organized bad. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was, that was really, really nice. Um, another thing I think is important that I, I liked and I appreciated. And at first it's a little bit hard to swallow, but I think I get it being in real estate. Cause I, you know, I compete for jobs too. Mm-hmm. And I go up against other real estate agents and, and to say what we do for a living versus somebody else and what we charge. But I appreciated with Zach too, he built in contingencies. So there, you know, I, I prepaid for knowing there's going to be things that were going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. So then it didn't feel like, oh my God, now I'm so far over budget because that was part of my original budget. And I trusted in that because he was recommended from another family that had used him mm-hmm. who actually got money back. And they were like, what contractor gives money back? You know? So I think he really held true to the numbers and like they didn't use their whole contingency. So I trusted in that, you know, he didn't want to have to come back for every little thing and say, well, now we have to do this or do that. There was a couple like, and we could talk about those of things we didn't expect that were major, but mm-hmm. um, I think having that in there, and knowing that up front, because I, I know contractors do this, and I know realtors do this, where they'll like bid it the lowest they can bid because they want the job, and then they'll come back and they'll say, and this happened to me once, well, I had to charge you $2,000 more because I had to insulate your bathroom. Yeah. And I, and I said to them, I, as a consumer, not knowing construction, would just assume you would insulate my bathroom. Right. Like, I didn't know that was an upcharge. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I I didn't know that was an upcharge. And now that you're saying I owe you whatever, $2,000 more because you're going to stick some insulation in so it's not freezing in the winter, I'm mad. Yeah. And then it throws the experience off. Yeah. But you also, you've been through a renovation before, so I think you having come at it from previous experience, you're a lot more educated than many people who would have taken on a renovation like that to that extent, totally blind. I mean, I feel like you were much more prepared for what you were about to experience than even though you hired a good team as well, you were much more, I think, mentally prepared for what you were. About in to some ways, I think I was mentally prepared, but in some ways, knowing too much is a bad thing. So <laughs> I was like, Oh God, what am I getting myself into? This is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, I think, I think maybe even a better word was, um, like I was cynical, right? Like I wanted to know, like I really wanted to know everything. And I asked mm-hmm. a lot of questions because I've never been through such a major renovation, mm-hmm. but, um, I had been like, I've done bathrooms and, and certain things. So yeah. I know yeah. what I like and what I didn't like. And I know also in a process what I didn't want to happen again. So you're right. So I did have some experience maybe yeah. in that way. And I remember, uh, I didn't know Scott was so like type A. I thought it was really just a little bit more you, but. No, um, it's the opposite. He is a neat freak, like OCD. His closet's neat all the time. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I could, I, you know, I could let it go. No, it's more him. Yeah. So I remember when we had one of our first meetings to talk about just like the contract and everything, you had your little book that said, finally. (laughs) Yes, I know. And I feel like you had a lot of organization behind this in terms of like you organizing your contracts, your papers, the plans, things like that. I mean, you even shared like a Google Drive folder with us with all of your inspiration images and things like that. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you prepared for this renovation? And you had said previously that like it was maybe a good or a bad thing. So talk about like what, what you mean, what you meant by that with being so prepared. So yeah, prepared. So I think um, thinking about it for so long, like I would just, if I saw, you know, this is how old probably I've been looking. Like I had some old images from like Country Living Magazine from like a million years ago (laughs) that I liked, right? And then Pinterest came along. Mm -hmm. But I think you really prepared me for that in some of our preliminary conversations, like way back when we first started. Mm -hmm. Because what I think you don't realize is you should have all of your materials like before they even start construction, you should have your materials generally picked out yeah. and the direction you're going. And I think that put pressure on me, but in a way it forced me to get organized because I knew I didn't want to be the person to hold up the timeline because I just didn't want to make a decision on something. Yeah. So I think I got organized quickly and I knew, all right, I'm going to section me I still I'm very techie but I also like to look at things so I had a notebook and I'm like okay so this is my designer section and this is my uh construction section and my architect section and I would just keep things in there or things that I liked or ideas or whatever so I think knowing and understanding the process from you Mm -hmm. it made me understand I better get my shit together because if not, <laughs> I'm going to be the one holding things up later. Yeah. So yeah. it was nice to do that. Plus the finally is like, it was truly finally, you know, because it was such a long process to finally be able to pull the trigger on this renovation totally. that I was just like, oh, thank God. And now honestly, what's kind of neat is I have the stupid notebook and I stuck <laughs> like all the bills in there and I have all the like, brochures and all the product information I still have everything in one place so mm-hmm. now if I know if I need something it's it's right there yeah and that will come in handy eventually or even if you do go to like sell your house for example which I don't know how long you guys are going to be there but you know if you ever did go and sell your house you have all that information in case anybody wants to know like where you got your cabinetry from what paint color it totally. was you know all that good stuff so totally mm-hmm. and what I thought was interesting too which was I don't have a zillion of them but I thought it was good like it could have been done probably not the architect so much but like Zach did some of this and um you and I have done some of this that I have some of these I saved a lot of your stories and Zach's stories yeah but so those of became course. part of my like video files mm-hmm. but what was interesting was like um I have a bunch where like Zach did hey homeowner this is how you change the filter in your fan, in your uh, whatever, in your hood. Yeah. And now I have a file, instead of going to YouTube, I have a file that is like legit of my own house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, okay. He recorded so himself go. like doing all of those things. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Which I don't know if he does that all the time. Yeah. But like when he was doing them, like certain things, like not, like I said, there's probably like a lot more if I would have thought of it or if he would have thought of it, like Mm -hmm. how to reset your thermostat, your, you know, whatever. 
but the, there are certain ones that like like how to work your house. Yeah. And I have a Google Drive with little videos and little vignettes of like, so if I'm like, wait, how do I do that? Before I call anybody in a yeah. panic, I'm like, oh wait, let me see if I have a video on that. And then I go and I watch the video. That's awesome. I didn't I didn't know you had that was that worked out. That was good. And and yeah. I'm visual like that, so it was helpful for me. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the renovation and what was your least favorite part of the renovation? And you can start least favorite if you want first. <laughs> So I was thinking about this the other day and I think I was thinking about it more because I've been trapped in this house for five or six weeks cooking more than I would have normally been too, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, being you really put your whole like, first floor like to the test with this pandemic. So Not only that, I also got a puppy, mm-hmm. right? Not during the pandemic, but not too far before. Right before. Yeah. Right. So what's funny is some of the things that I was thinking about wasn't, I wasn't sure I was getting a puppy, but the pocket door, which I like fought Zach for, not really fought, he's like, I hate putting them in because they always go wrong or whatever, is the most used thing in the house now Mm. because it, it keeps the puppy in the kitchen instead of going down which if we've left it open two or three times, he goes and he eats the toilet paper. So I have to say, I did say to myself the other day, um, like if I had to go back, would I change anything? I really, I don't know where else I would have put it. And I don't know, because they don't sell them. And I was with you and we talked about this, but every time I'm in the island, I hit into the microwave, it pops up like, the in-island microwave situation is, I don't like it, but maybe putting it underneath on the island, on one of the not so popular spots would have been better. But there are a lot of things that are my favorite. Well, let's actually, before you get off that, because I know maybe one of these is going to be your favorite, but it was a little, little bit of a drama that we had, not drama, but the countertops. So, you know, I was thinking of that when we said we were going to do this. <laughs> I have to say it was a little bit drama because I know that you're a big fan of what, and, and I did like that. I did like what you had porcelain. Um, the porcelain. And I knew yeah. you're a big fan of that. And it's more like new on the scene and that kind of thing. And I definitely, without a doubt, <clears throat> um, like, like I said, like I'm old and something's trying to FaceTime me during this. That's weird. Oh. Um, and I said hi. It was my cousin Matt. Hi Matt. Um, uh, old like that old traditional kind of way, and and I could not be happier with my choice. Good. I, and I think I think the way that that happened was <clears throat> like the old look, not old but traditional, I should say. Classic. And then I wanted to get. We had to go get the countertops, right? And we finally decided I really wanted to stay with the real. Um, stone. stone yeah which is real beautiful stone. and I think you know to that point though if you can have like a real marble slab like you have this gorgeous marble white Calcutta and this amazing I mean I have to say your leathered quartzite like has changed my whole view of kitchens because like if I it's could so ever pretty. do a kitchen again I would do a leathered quartzite just like you would oh my god really I would do a green. It is so pretty. I have to say, <gasps> it's so beautiful and it feels amazing. <laughs> and and I have to say, so my whole reasoning behind worrying and like because what we had talked about with what you were, what you had the por- por- um, porcelain, right? Yeah, was that I was afraid that it wouldn't be as durable. Mm-hmm. 
it is so adorable. The leather quartzite is so adorable. Like you really, I haven't seen like anything on it and because it has veins and all that. So that's amazing because it gives me some comfort. Like it's not going to get ruined. Right. Yeah. So that's been good. And the other, which is the Calcutta, I have to say having it, um, honed, mm -hmm. right. I think that made it feel like old pizza stone and that like goes to that old classic look. And I love that. Yeah. And I haven't had any stains now the first week you remember the disaster with that. Yeah. I did not have it sealed yet. And there was two incidents where it could, I could have permanently really ruined it. So you yeah. can see where it can get ruined easily. But I like love my countertops. And I think if it gets patinaed over time, I'm going to be perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Because over like by the sink, there is like, could get some watermarks or whatever. And there could be some things, yeah. but mm -hmm. I'm so happy with yeah. my countertops. It, yeah. it is that's probably my one of my favorite features for sure I think your countertops like because you have a white kitchen so mm -hmm. I think your countertops really like just tie the very classic new traditional look together like I think if you didn't do those countertops it would have had a different feel so I almost am it like it would have definitely been more modern and probably not what I had originally envisioned right because yes. the porcelain even the honed porcelain still looks modern mm -hmm. and like more shiny. So I think it yeah. was, it ended up landing where it should have been. Totally. But it was, it was like a little bit like dramatic too, because we weren't sure <laughs> Then we went to the stone yard and then the one I picked, remember was gone. Like they yep. didn't have it anymore. Like in two minutes. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking? And I almost felt like, is this guy full blown? He like, I don't know. I know you were so funny. Do you remember you were negotiating with him? <laughs> I'm like, you're my friend. You went full like broker salesperson. You were like, well, if I give you a deposit now, or why don't you just tell them like, you know, I'm I'm here first. So, <laughs> well, I was. I'm like literally standing there, and it was sitting there, and it didn't have a deposit on it, and it was available that minute. You're like, but and then it here. wasn't. So I'm like, is this a sales pitch? Like I'm always like I told you, I'm very suspect, right? I'm like. Yes. You were very suspect. You did not believe anything I was. Dan was saying. <laughs> but then you solved my problem and you found that your fabricator could hone it. Yeah. And although, because I really wanted that as my finished look, and although it did end up costing me more money, which is a little bit crazy because you would think honing would be cheaper, honed would be cheaper than whatever the polished. other one's not called. Polished. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. So yeah. then they had to hone it. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit of a, a maybe charge I wasn't really expecting, but yeah. um, oh well. But they came for the finished product it. overview, the amount of money difference was well worth it. All right, my last question for you, Jen. Um, yeah. Knowing what you know now, so we do this thing called um, a Reno reality check. And, oh boy. Um, knowing what you know now, after going through that experience, what would be your piece of advice or your, your number one piece of advice for a fellow gut reno girl about to go face down her own gut renovation? So I guess my only advice, and I didn't think about it too much, but if I have to say <laughs> from my gut that <laughs> I would say would be really know what's important to yourself. So if it's time, if it's budget, if it's high, high design or, and know what's important to you and make sure that you communicate that to your team and find the right team because you can help them guide the process so much better. 
mm-hmm. um, for you and make the experience better for you. Like, you know, staying up front, timing is important and having things cleaned up at the end of the night, you know, was important to me and I was never let down on that. So, yeah. you know, I think if you kind of soul search yourself and know what's important, then it's easier to have the uh, your expectations met. Like if you really have a super tight budget with like, maybe you don't want to spend more, but you know, or you really can't spend more, make it be like 100% about the budget. So then it's not even an option. Like maybe custom wallpaper is just not in the budget, even though it's a small amount, like off the table, I can't do that. Yeah. So I think maybe just knowing that's probably my best thing is know yourself and what your goals really are and really communicating them as clearly as you can. And I cannot say picking the right team. Like I, I know those disaster stories, not just from my own experience, but from, you know, all people that I know that buy houses and, you know, were contractors right in the middle, they picked them because they were the most reasonable or they felt it was going to be the quickest or the cheapest or whatever it is. Go on recommendations, go on ex- prior experience. And it definitely, the cheapest one is definitely not going to get you what you want. <laughs> right. Unless you want a job that is just nice enough or just clean enough or you know maybe if it's a two-family home that you own and it's just for rental purposes and you're cleaning it up that could be one different look or budget but if it's for your home that you're going to live in and love and you have a certain thing in mind and that's important to you really take that into consideration because it makes all the difference in the world yeah soul searching that's great advice I like that no one said that yet and I think that's really important so kudos to you good job all right. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate so much your time. Where can we find you online and, you know, out and about basically? Oh, so you can find me <laughs> a couple different places. Um, just like everybody, I'm cuckoo. I am on uh, Instagram as underscore I know Jen. So you can find me there. You could find me, um, my name mostly, or I know Jen on Facebook. J E N, just so everybody. J E N one N, and then you could also visit my crazy little experience if you want, and you could look at my uh, Jacqueline ride uh, on roadside real estate that I do on Facebook. Yes, I love those videos; they're awesome. And you're so good at like. I'm always wondering how you're able to drive and talk at the same time, but like you just make it look so easy, and you're actually like. You're having a good conversation while you're driving. <laughs> so you know what I think is interesting, like this, like it's cool because we're seeing each other, but like when you're riding around, like you know, the camera's in front of you, you don't even really realize it. Just time goes by and you're just chit-chatting, you're like, Oh yeah, I just did a video. It was fun. Yeah. No, it's great. So yeah. cool. Thanks. Well, thank you, Jen, the expert of uh, I would say local real estate here in the Rutherford okay. area. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And-, and you're awesome and and I love following you and I just I tell everybody I know, watch you on Instagram. You're a natural. You give such great advice and it's fun to watch. And if somebody is doing a renovation, they should watch what you do because it's interesting. They'll get ideas. And then when they call you, it's going to be even better. They're going to be like, that first schematic you gave me, I was like, all I just said was, yes, because <laughs> you got it. And it was like, where do we go? Where do we go next? So thank oh, you for all your help Love my, love the end product. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate it. Well, you were an, you were an awesome client, which is why I'm having you on this, this show. So I appreciate it. And one last bit, and I don't know if you'll put it in or not, but I will never forget 
those sconces came from like your trip down to Savannah, was oh, it yeah. in my bathroom? <laughs> and those are super special and super cool. Yeah. yeah, those are really, really cool. And they added so much to that bathroom. So that was super yeah. cool. That's a, it's a scary thing. I, you and like maybe two other clients have actually purchased antiques for but it's um it's a scary thing like being at a junkyard and being like I can see this in her house but she's got to see the vision too but you were so open to it especially in the powder and I think they they came out they're adorable they came out amazing and yeah you got a little bit of Charleston so yeah I love it It looks great and there's perfect perfect for that space oh thanks awesome all right thank you for having me on this was so fun. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. Well, go make your steaks. <laughs> I know. I know. Apparently it's steak night. I have to go for now. In my awesome kitchen, I'm going to go do some cooking. So thanks guys. And uh, everyone be safe in quarantine. You too. All right. Hi, Jen. Bye.